Blog Talk Radio. show and we want to give a shout out to what's brewing um, here on the blog talk radio network we thank you even though you are a massive patriot homer and a tom brady fanboy we will give george credit for tonight you know i know it's hard for me to say that but you know i it's my obligation to acknowledge george and, and give him thanks for letting us use the network tonight so we are here here's how it works okay if you're new to this if you're out there listening first things first i want to get something out of the way and welcome all of our owners to NAFA. Uh, NAFA is a fantasy hockey association, North America. Well, we mean North America. We do mean North America. We have owners in Calgary. We have not Calgary in Canada. We have owners here. I'm in California. Going through our polar vortex now, 55 degrees and four days of rain. I know you're all feeling the sympathy out there in the Northeast with your three degree weather. We have owners in New York, we have owners in New Jersey, we have owners in Florida, and we're going to hope to get to all of you tonight. And how it works, you can listen in. Our call-in number, guest call-in number is 619-924-0842. And how it works, call in. If I don't let you in right away, please bear with me. Just going to do a little 10-minute monologue here. Also, for the owners in our league, we have our 2018 NASA Trade Deadline Show. If you want something to be said on the show, if you don't want to call in, put it in. I will try to facilitate and honor those requests. If you want to say, I'm making a player available. And, again, if you're new to the league, and we want to welcome uh, Alan Gulch from You Are New to the League. So this may be your first if you're listening. Here's how it's very simple tonight. Number one, we got to have fun, right? I mean, that's the number one thing about this. The deadline, when we say midnight, we do mean midnight. We've had deals break right at the crack of midnight. Now, how it's going to work is very simple here on the show. If we have a trade to announce, we'll hear that. You will hear that noise. That noise is a simple little breaking news three-second video. To get your trades in, they must be marked by 12 o'clock on, they must have a, a note, Excuse me, time, a date stamp on and a time stamp on the email that is sent. So if it's 1201, it's not going to work. It has to be approved by both teams by midnight. Okay, so if it's 1202, it's not going to count. The rules are strict. The rules are very transparent, and it applies to everyone out there. Also, amidst all the craziness in the last hour and a half, if owners are getting back to you, if owners want to, you reply. 
Let them know if you're interested or not. Even if you're not, just say you're not interested. And this goes for the whole season. This is just a public service announcement for our league. Etiquette is important. Because NASA is just not about us having fun in, in fantasy hockey. We're also very friendly. I've developed a lot of close relationships through this league, and I'm very proud of that. And I know, and I cherish those. And we're going to have some of them on soon. So, you know, we want to keep that going in this league. We want to keep that spirit alive that we love. And so, and that's pretty much it on that front. So we're about three minutes in. So basically, I mean, we're not going to do two. We're going to kind of go off the cuff here a little bit. So we have 16 teams in the league, as you all know. And we do have 12 teams in the playoffs. So that makes this a very interesting evening because in the past, it used to be eight teams. You'd have more buyers and sellers to find. But if you look at a team like Lakeland, who's sitting in 12th place, and he has guys like Patrick Lane and Clayton Keller and, and Rasmus Dali, he's got big weapons on his team. He's still a threat, and he's in 12th place. So that should tell you what you need to know about this league and what teams are capable of. There's a big log jam. Nashville's having an incredible season. Teddy's having probably one of the best seasons he's had. Congratulations, he's made the playoffs. I know a couple of teams have already qualified, uh, Nashville and Jacksonville. Once again, Frank, we're going to have him on soon. He, he's fantastic. He has clinched, so some other teams are going to clinch tonight. We're going to have Frank on to kind of go down the standings, late, late kind of stuff in regards to scores and where we stand like that. Again, call in number 619-924-0842. Some of you on the line, I will get you in, I promise you. So do not worry. Do not fret. You will be in. So, again, just the overall, I mean, this league, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while. Some of us have been here a lot more than others. I'm not sure if Tom's going to call in tonight. He said he might. I mean, I hope he can, but we understand life gets in the way. But we've seen a lot of trades, a lot of action as always. The deadline is also just not about these next, I don't know, 85 minutes or so. It's about the whole week or, the, or a couple of weeks. So, again, if you're out there, if you want to call in, I really, really want you to call in. I'd love, even if you just came in for five minutes, that'd be wonderful. Just to say a quick hello, it's our one time a year. And this show goes live till 1230 Eastern time. After the show or after the deadline, we will just kind of do a synopsis. And then maybe Johnny and I can talk about our Knicks if he calls in, which is a, a timeless tradition in this league. But we hope to keep that alive. So anyway, so instead of me sitting here babbling for six or seven minutes, let's get some callers in. So I want to start by bringing in uh, a guy in this league that is, is, is a major integral part. And I want to preface this. We consider every owner very important in this league because it's not just about having a name, having a nickname. It's about the person behind the team. So, and uh, so Johnny's already making Nick comments. So we'll get to that later. But I want to bring in uh, the man that does all our scores. And we want to really give a shout out to Frank because he does so much with this and we really appreciate it. Sometimes I don't want him to think we take it for granted because I know we do not. Because there's a lot of work that goes into this. It isn't your typical fantasy hockey league where it's like, you put it on Yahoo, and it runs all the scores for you. It's very customizable. It's very um, specific. It's head-to-head. There's a lot of different rules, and Frank does an amazing job. So without further ado, let's bring in the owner of Jacksonville. If I could just figure out this new switchboard, guys, so I promise you I'll get it right. Frank, are you on? Well, hello. 
You got me on? There he is. Yes, you are on. All right. So. So, <laughs> and I, I'm, watching, I'm watching as the uh, as the, the Facebook group is going, and uh, yes. pretty funny, pretty funny reaction. When uh, I, I I hope it's not as bad as as uh, when Gary Bettman comes on and everybody boos him. But <laughs> I guess. Do I have a uh, booing thing? I used to have one of those somewhere, but I don't know. But we shall see. But the sad part is about my friend George and the soundbite. There's so many New England things on here. I just I can't bring. I can't play them. It's just there's too many. I just it, it's just killing me. But anyway, that's besides the point. So anyway, how's it going? It's going good. I mean, obviously this week I'm getting smoked, but other than that, um, you know that's that's the way this well, league is. It's uh, that damn schedule maker. You know. He can he can give you an easy week sometimes, and he can give you a tough week sometimes. I've had a I've had a couple of lucky wins this year, so I guess I was due for a for a tough one. But uh, you know, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, it's definitely absolutely. been a, an interesting year. It's it's been uh it's been tough without our leader, but uh but I I do admit that you know I I've leaned on him a lot, even though. Mm-hmm. You know, he's asked to not be, be involved with, you know, with Tommy and everything. Yep. And, you mm-hmm. know, you, yourself and Griffey and Craig as well. And, and you know, yep. like you said, with the, as far as running the league, I mean, I I was speaking with Craig earlier and I said that, that that's the one job that I definitely do not want in this league. It's the roster. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy to, to keep up with everything that he does. And, um you know, it's it's uh it's been a fun year. It's, it's been, you know, and I'll tell you the one thing I thought about when I when I wanted to come on and talk a little bit was the fact that how different this league is and how different the, the teams are at the top and and bottom. Um, you know, from year to year. I mean, you look at last year, and in one of the conferences, Lakeland and Orlando were the two teams that got the bot. And you look at them this year, and they're having a tough year. You know, you mentioned Lakeland in 12th place, and and Orlando's, you know, currently in 16th and having a, having a really tough year with how you know mm-hmm. his schedule and everything. And mm-hmm. it's just so hard to win. it's so hard to win in this league period. But have to, to have sustained, you know, success is just it's tough. And you and then you but yeah. but there are success stories too. I mean, you can turn it around in one year. I mean, like you like you mentioned with Nashville. He missed the playoffs last yep. year. He was one of the four teams yep. that missed the playoffs last year, and yep. now he's he's the, the the leading candidate for the the Terrace Cup, you know. And and, and I asked him job. a couple I mean, of you know, you know I, I wonder if he's looking to make a big move tonight. Um, I, I look at him as a team that really has a great roster, and you know I even look at teams like Morgantown in San Francisco, and you know they, there's a lot of teams out there that this league is very close. I mean, it's just it's just like we we illustrated, Frank. I mean, look at look at Dan sitting in twelfth. I mean, that roster still has a lot of big names and, and guys that could beat you. It's just it's it's amazing that you know it's it's not what he, I mean. I've always been tough, but I feel like it's harder now over the last few years. Well, it's 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 always been hard, and you know I've yeah. had a, a couple of discussions with with certain guys that like. 
you know, had a, had a tough year this year. And, you know, a couple have made a, a comment to me, oh, you know, it's, it's easy to say that, you know, that that it's tough when, when you've won five cups. But I said, go back to my first 10 years sure. in the league when when I was one of the top teams during the regular season, but I was losing in the first round every single year. And it's, mm-hmm. I said, you know, Absolutely. it took it took me to dump every single traffic and just sell out everything to go for mm-hmm. it. And I, I did. I, I, after I won my first cup, I didn't make the playoffs next year because I had put in so much in order yep. to, to try to try to win. It's just it's that hard to win. And you need a little bit really of luck. Luck is a, a big part of it and who you play and, and then the schedule Absolutely. of that week. And so yep. forth. But, you know. No doubt. It's, so, uh, um, it's absolutely. So we are we are twelve minutes in. Um, I do want to bring just a couple callers in, Frank, if you don't mind. Um, and again, uh, one just one quick thing I want to put a ball on what you said. I mean, the one thing about not having Tommy, and I agree, he, it is it is a loss without Tommy. But he's done a really good job of structuring this for us. So, I mean, of course, obviously you and and Craig do a lot of the heavy lifting in this league. But I think it speaks to us as as a whole, like that we could still be sufficient or run. You know, we we don't want to be dependent on one person or two. You know, and I think that's that's what we want to tell the rest of the owners. Like, if you, you know, anything you could do to make the league better, we're we're all for it. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. So, uh, again, guys, if you're out there, to call number six one nine nine two four zero eight four two. We are looking to make this sound more often. So let's get the trade going, folks. We got, I don't know, how many minutes, Frank? <laughs> 76, uh, 75, I don't even know. 70, 76 minutes. 76 minutes, guys. So let's get let's get a couple callers. And I know you guys have been patiently waiting, and I appreciate it. But I'm going to go in order you guys called in. So this, this speaking of this owner, we've been talking about him a couple times. Um, the owner from down under, I mean Florida, Mr. Dan Wheeler, owner of Lakeland. You are on the air. Yo, yo, yo. What up, L-Town? L-Town? <laughs> Lakeland, represent. Okay. I like that. So, so uh, how's everything going? It is great. I have made two trades and got Braden Shipby away from my organization. <laughs> He has been, what an enigma that guy's been. Oh, he's been crazy. (laughs) He's going to now blow up because I traded him. I know it. Yeah. You know what's amazing about that guy, Frank? I mean, remember a couple years ago when I had him and I made that big trade with Tom? I mean, how much was he getting moved around for big stuff? I mean, (laughs) and this is in ancient history. This is about two years ago. It's only two years ago. Yeah, last year he had a he had an up yeah. and down year, but the year before he was without a doubt the best goalie in the in in Napa. He had eight Absolutely. shutouts. And, and statistically, and he was just the best threat, and he was without a best goalie in the league. Yep, absolutely. So, okay, so um, guys, I want to bring on a couple more callers because I know a lot of you've been waiting. So. <sighs> I believe this next caller, ladies and gentlemen, hails from New York State, ladies and gentlemen, a man who has made a couple big moves today as well, Mr. Doug Kister, I believe, Orlando, you're in. 
What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, welcome. I um, well, it was great meeting you in California, Brian. Sure was. Absolutely, absolutely my pleasure as well. Mm-hmm. I I flew all I flew all the way across the country to get Rasmus Ristolainen from you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And ever since then, the Sabres are back to tanking again. So, that, yeah, <laughs> that goes without saying. Um, had a beautiful seven-three loss last night to the Blackhawks. So it's just horrendous. Just absolutely horrendous. You know, on the on the whole, it's been a frustrating year. But yeah. uh, I think I position I think I position my team to be better in the future, for at least next yep. year and beyond, with the moves that I made. Um, I improved yep. my draft position. I'm still looking to improve my draft position. I might have a couple. I might have a trade or two more by the end can of the you, night. In the pocket, very nice. That's what we want it's, to hear. It's possible. Absolutely. It's possible. You know, this, it's, was, this is what deal. League, guys. You know, Doug is Doug is one of our most active owners. He, he's really involved, and you know, Doug's had a tough year. He's he's in the 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 16th place. But here's the beauty of this league. In a lot of other leagues that you've all been in, how many teams at the bottom, quote-unquote bottom, would be this active like Doug is? You know, like, I look at some of the – it's just we're getting activity all across the board consistently. And this is a free league. This isn't even for money. And I think that's pretty amazing to me that we continue that. So I love it. So keep the trades coming. Um, we're expecting some – we have more callers, by the way. So let, let's get the party started. This is the guy that's been waiting for the other longest. This is a 917 area code. This might be Johnny, but I don't know yeah. for sure. But let's bring you on. I apologize. I don't know your number, so you're on. Okay. Hello? Hello? You're on, Hello? Hey. It's definitely Johnny. Johnny. All right. You guys You guys hear me? I can. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, well, it's actually great to actually feel like I'm part of the league again because I'm not going to talk about this year. I just want to go back to last year for a minute because all I have to, all I want to say to the league is thank you for being patient with me last year because it's clear that I got totally frustrated and just be like, I really didn't do much last year. You guys could have been like, you know what, you're not doing anything. You're out of here. But you guys are like, you know what? Let him have his moment, and let's just see how he do going forward. And as you can see, this year I've been a lot more active compared to last year. Yes. You have to think about this league, guys. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was was going to say, including that big bombshell this year. (laughs) Rasmus. So, no, but you know what, Johnny? I, I Listen, you, you've been you, – you're an awesome owner in this league. Yeah, I, I, we love having you in. And that's the thing about this league. I mean, we all have lives. You know, we all get frustrated sometimes. Um, and it happens. I, it's, it's gotten the best of me before. It's gotten the best of Frank. It's gotten the best of Tom. It's gotten the best of all of us. And that's okay. You know, you got to look at the big picture. That's the, that's the only thing. We want to have fun, and we want to enjoy it. And – like I said, the friendships and, and things that we have made, to me, is what makes this so much fun. So, And the activity. So, Okay. And, and but, it's know. possible for me to say say one more thing because I know there's a lot of people w- oh, waiting yeah. to come in. Okay. Oh, I just want to yeah, say, but... though, this year my favorite trade is a Ranger fan 
trading with Allen the fan for Allen the player. So that's been my favorite trade of the year. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> who was that? Who was that player of the Islanders that you think font all the time when you're roster Johnny? Who was that guy? Jason Blake. Oh, yes, that's it. I know there was a guy of the Islanders. <laughs> he was always yeah, he, that was Jason Blake. Jason Blake. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was classic. Wait, wait, we got one more caller, guys. He's pretty active tonight. I did not expect this much right off the bat. But this, I believe, I think I might know who this is. Let me just confirm, just to be sure, so that I don't recognize the area code. <clears throat> so, all right. Well, from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, this area code is from. Any guesses? Trippy. Let's see. Let's see. It, let it unveil. You're on 724. Hey, guys, it's Griffey. Uh, I'm not using my uh, I'm not using my Philly area code number because my cell phone died. So, and, and for the record, you will never be called Mike. Your name is always and officially will be forever Griffin. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <clears throat> so I, ju- I just have yes, to stay so, on um, the air here before uh, sure. before anything else. We are still defending Super Bowl champions at least for one more day. One more day. Go Eagles. Boom. Go Eagles. You know what? You know what, Griffey? For a guy, for a guy to see his team lose four Super Bowls in a row, that's a statement I can never make. So I, I commend you for it and enjoy every minute of it. So yeah. I, I have. I have. I feel old because their fourth is now 25 years ago. Like, oh man, that's just too long. Oh, that's nuts. I know. I hate looking at that stuff. It's, yeah, it makes me feel old. Oh yeah, when they show the replays of Don Beebe and it looks like it was yeah. on a 13-inch color TV and you're like, oh man, like that, that looks so terrible. It had to be like 100 years ago. I know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how technology's flying. So. Oh yeah. All right, so um, hold on. Uh, working a couple things behind the scenes. We're waiting for some trades. So, Griffey, tell me a little bit. So, you have made one of the bigger splashes of the, of the week, um, getting Jeff Skinner. So, anything happen tonight as you make your lawyer uh, push? I've talked to a few people. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm happy with my team. I, I would like to uh, maybe upgrade a defenseman. I only have two centers right mm-hmm. now, so I've got I've to bring on – somebody for depth, you know, just in case. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't have anybody that I can move position-wise. You need, so, you need defensive end? You need defenseman, defenseman help? Just uh, I, I've, 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 got, I've got three good defenders. I'm, I, if I could upgrade one, I, I would I would listen. Oh, I thought you were looking but, for uh, depth. No, nah, no, nah, I have, I have plenty of depth. I'm looking for... I, I went after one of the top top scoring defenseman, but I, it was after I gave up pretty much my entire draft, so I didn't have much to mm-hmm. offer anymore. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I, Jeff Skinner definitely, if I had to go down the list of players that I would give up that much for, it definitely wouldn't be Jeff Skinner. But Frank Sr. came to me and uh, sent me a message and, and asked me if I'd be willing to make a deal. And 
And, uh, you know, I got away from the deal without giving up any starters. So, um, you know, I gave up my, my first rounders and my second and third this year. But I get the guy who's third in scoring right now. And if he keeps it up, you know, it only helps my team. So, well, yeah, definitely not, not a guy. I'd just like to mention the fact that a, cer- a certain party who's uh, uh, on this call and currently speaking at the moment, I do believe did mention something along the lines of, hey, you should maybe move some draft picks, <laughs> not trade a starter, and go after a big goal scorer to, on the wing to, to add to what you currently have instead of trading a, another another sco- you know shooter and Jeez, go in and, 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 and I'm going to cover it full of draft picks. I wonder who that person would be. I wonder who that could be. I, you know what, uh, Frank, I, Frank, I've been trying to make this deal now for about two years, but I, I only get offers for Vladimir Tarasenko, so it's just weird. You know, I never the, the right na- names never came up. I always had to give up a starter, so. <laughs> well, so, sometimes you have to go seek out that, that deal. I know. Well, you know what, it, it, it came, it came to me. And uh, and I, I I jumped on it, and then and then I was hesitant about it, and Senior was hesitant about it, but then we we made it happen in the end. So I, I we'll see we'll see if it works out, and uh, if not, I can always fall back on James Neal. You know he's got five goals this year, so should be uh you know throw James yep. Neal in there in the finals. But, <laughs> but, uh, but Dan, Dan Dan's offered a goalie or trading a goalie. Just putting that in the group chat. I don't want to be like Bob McKenzie here when, like, the trade deadline starts and they're twiddling their thumbs on TSN.ca talking about, like, a minor league trade and getting all excited about it. We need some juice here. Let's go. Let's get some, some stuff going. <laughs> we need to break some well, trades. I'm ready. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, t- I'll tell you, Griffey, you're doing, you're doing exactly what I would do if I was in your spot. And, you know, it's not only the, the addition of Skinner, but the, also, which flew under the seat off, was the addition of Klingberg, who was mm-hmm. picked by me in the round, and you, you only gave up a second two years. I think that was a great acquisition for your defense. And now that pushes down Pulik, who only scored when I said he was guard. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, every time I said he was great, he did nothing. So, mm-hmm. I, he's been pretty good. I, I do agree. If you can upgrade a little bit there, that would be great. But, you know, you look at Provorov, you look at Klingberg, and then Peterson, oh, this is pretty good on defense. But adding Skinner, without losing a, a, a lineup guy, like you said, is going to be huge for the for the playoff run. That I told my I told my brother you're killing me because you're giving the guy that's right behind us in the standings one of the best goals, <laughs> and you know I'm like you can't do this you can't do it. You know what though I have to say from 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 seniors' perspective though, and, and the reason I was hesitant about this trade is Skinner seems like a guy who puts up thirty and then disappears. But you know what? I, 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 that's, that's how I think, you know, in the past, and it hasn't won me anything. So I figured, you know, he's got 30 goals, and if he puts up 20 more, then I'm in a great spot. If he puts well, up five more, then, you know, it is what it is. But right. I'll be pissed, that's, but it is what it is. <laughs> that's whole 
there's the risk in this league. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. you can talk about it, a, a bunch of deals that worked out and a bunch that didn't. I mean, not everybody. Yeah, yeah like uh, David Pasternak, maybe. I mean, that was a well, great. I, I don't, that was I don't a great deal. I mean, Kevin Fiala the was way, the uh, was he was the key yeah. in that deal, but you know, Pasternak I, was like I, a thrill. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Fiala. I was. I really thought he was. Oh yeah, he's had a rough real year. Quick, real, real quick. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm jonesing for it. I'm sorry. It's not. Me. <laughs> But I, I made a trade with with Doug, got Brock Nelson for some depth at center from the Islanders, traded uh, Frank's guy, Kevin Shattenkirk, because I had seven defensemen on my roster. So a little seven for an 11 in 2020. Just a small, a small upgrade. That's it. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, Brock, Brock's Woo! got 16 goals, and he plays for the Islanders, and why not? 17, he's got one tonight. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. There you go. Maybe he'll be starting over Eichel. Maybe Jack's on the move. What? <laughs> what? I'm just trying to get some stuff going here. <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing about this one, too. I mean, it is, I mean it's highly doubtful I'd be one of the guys, any some real, real big guys, but I'll always listen to him. <laughs> I may just say no, but that's okay. So that's the thing. Here's the league is making some offers and just say, hey, if you don't like it, no problem. Just let me know. Just say, hey, I'm not really crazy that, or I want to go another direction. No big deal. I mean, it's just it's just the nature of our league. So that's it. But we have about an hour to go, ladies and gentlemen. If any of you are listening out there and you want to call in 619-924-0842. Frank, any notable scores tonight? Any interesting movement you're seeing standing one that could – make some teams think about buying or selling a little bit more? Um, I really haven't paid too much attention to the, the, the goals today. Um, let me check some of the, the scores. I mean, obviously, our, our game is pretty big for you. Um, it's huge. I mean, I, it's bigger for me than it is for you, to be even, honest, because you're, you're pretty entrenched. I need to get something going here. Even though... Even though I would be beating Griffey this week instead of him having an eight-goal lead on the team that isn't scoring at all. <laughs> Come on, Griffey. That's called skill right there. That's skill. Instead, I'm down yeah. by instead I'm by six to, to Samblin. So, you know, we'll see how that turns out in Warren, the end. Warren, Warren picked up this guy, Rodlovich, that got a – you know what's amazing? This is incredible. Nine goals for the Jets tonight. Nothing from Shisley, nothing from Patrick Lonnie, and nothing from even my guy, Valconner. Nothing. This guy, Rosalvich, had a hat trick tonight, and he picked him up. By the way, is there minus well, three for Hampus Lindholm in there, uh, Frank? I don't know if that would uh, change anything, but. He was minus two at one point. Did you start him? I don't even remember. <laughs> I I saw I, I stopped paying attention when when Sagan scored again. Yeah, Lindholm was minus three. Doesn't matter; it only takes one away. So now you're up five instead of six. Okay. So uh, Johnny is looking to uh, anyone looking to move a fourth or fifth round pick. I have a player that could provide depth to your team. Johnny, unfortunately, I don't have a fifth round pick till 2021, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I got absolutely nothing. I 
I could probably show up at the draft next year in October and I'll start picking. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go. Well, Nash- Nashville is up big again on Delaware, and if I think they're probably closing in on, on clinching the, t- the at least the bye, and if not, the Terrace Cup. 14 is true if they pull off the win for Nashville. I, are you a little surprised that he's not making a move tonight so far? Um, I, I texted him a little bit during the week, and um, he said he just he feels good about his team and he doesn't want to mess with, with, uh, with what's been working. So. Uh-huh. Sure. You know, you, you, you just you know, re- respect the best that. And the, the one you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I said that too. And yep. at least he got back to me and, and said, you know, you know, th- this is this is what my plan is. So I was able to move on yep. to, to somebody else. But um, yep. oh, well, Long Island beating Calgary to, uh, this week is, is big for Long Island. They're, they're still trying to, to punch it in. Um, yeah. Is Dan, you know, Dan winning this week or what's he doing? Mr. Wheeler. Uh, no. <laughs> No, I'm that was that correct. was the discussion we had before that he's getting smoked by Griffey because he's he's Uh-oh. still in the minus from from Bait and Shippy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Bait that guy. Bait that guy. I hate, I hate that guy. I hate that clown. Um <laughs> Yeah, Las Vegas is beating Morgantown, who actually Morgantown is having a having a non scoring week as well. And then yeah. uh I think an interesting game that, that might with, with the the goals that went in today might have flipped the script. It's Golden State had a six four lead on San Francisco going into today, but um, the the six spot that put up on on Gibson takes a goal away from Golden State, and I believe I saw a Duchene goal. I think I saw a Stamkos goal. San Francisco might pull out a win against Golden State, so that that could be very very big. Goals for uh, San Francisco and a tough, a tough loss for Golden State. Um, the two mm-hmm. teams that are right in the middle, like you, like you said, I think, I think I mentioned. Let me let me check a look at the standings that I had up. Um, all the the teams in the middle between between let's see, sixth place and eleventh place. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, six spots is separated by two wins. So any wins in that in that group, you know, if you're even if you're a twelve spot, you're you're two points out of out of eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's in there. Long Island with the win, and Lakeland with the loss. Long Island can move, will move into a, a playoff spot as 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 the week finishes if he holds on to his win against Calgary. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so that's big in there. But you have the big jumble with Morgantown, San Francisco, Golden State, Delaware, Seattle, and Waterloo all separated by four points. And you know, Peterborough look like they looks like they probably get a win this week. Las Vegas gets a win. I believe both of those will clinch. I believe Philadelphia okay. clinches a playoff spot win as well. So I think we'll see three clinch um, uh, this week. With four four weeks hmm. left, so we got three weeks with the schedule, and then the final week is the the ladder game, where um, you play the team above or below you based on where you are in, in the full standings from one to sixteen. Okay. Cool. I like it. Nice That's your update, my friend. <laughs> 
I like it. Doug's looking for picks. He's got players available. I'm in the market for maybe a left winger, if anything. But I don't I, – it's got to be small because I don't really have – I mean, not that, I mean, what I'm saying is I have to be small, but it's going to likely be small. Just for depth, maybe. But actually, I think I may take that back a little bit. So what's going on, guys? we got 55 minutes left. It's gotten a little bit quiet for some owners out there, and it always makes me wonder, is the trade coming? That's the question. Should be joined by a special guest in the next several minutes, by the way. That's just something else to preface. So let's see. What else we got going on out here? It's gotten a little quiet. I'm still waiting for Frank. I don't know what it is. I'm still waiting for something. I, I, I'm still waiting for it. You're not going to get it. I don't know about that. That's surprising. <laughs> All of a sudden, a big, big... Uh... Ah, okay. Let's see what else is going on. Ooh. Anything in the chat room? No, I'm just uh, getting some messages, and it's it's getting, you know, getting to that point of the show. Well, you can just since is Warren gonna call? What's that? Uh, are we gonna hear from Warren? I believe so. So you know, you know, it's gonna be. Uh, Oh, it was just posted that uh, Barry LeVar Bond is available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, in with capital, or without the sauce? Yeah, with or without the sauce is the question. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Again, if you want to call in, 619-924-0842. If anybody's out there. Anybody want to chime in? We want to hear from you. So, you know, if any of you want to are done for tonight, you know, just let me know. Okay, so. All right. So it looks like we may have, this may be the time of the show that we, we get a, a new caller in. So without further ado, gentlemen, do your thing. We have a special guest on the line. Our next guest tonight will be Waterloo Woodman owner Warren Dinewoody. Did I say that correctly? Did I or Dinwoody? I, I, I apologize for the uh for the mispronunciation. You can you can yell at me if you like. Warren has worked professionally in radio, theater, broadcast television and the film industry where he in quotes almost acknowledged for his on-screen from the movie called Scary Movie in 2002, This Means War in 2012. This is interesting stuff. New changes at the Film Academy give credit for on-screen appearances. He was also nearly noticed for his television tour that included TV's Millennium in 1998 and Da Vinci's Inquest. Very interesting. I did not know of it. During his television odyssey, Warren's time tunnel through a Stargate 
to a dead zone near Smallville that gave him hiccups in 2010. During all these events, he was never allowed to say anything until he played mime, in quotations, and we got to hear Warren's voice recorded in an award-winning short film, The Mime Massacre. Here's Warren Dimewoody with his report from the World Juniors in Vancouver, which is really the Netflix studio. So I am going to bring in, without further ado, stop Googling my massacre and welcome Waterloo. Water, oh, Waterwell. Jeez, I can't speak, guys. I need to have more beer in my system. Waterloo Woodman owner Warren Dimewoody to the annual NASA Internet Radio Broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to bring in Warren as soon as I get my ducks in a row here. Warren, you're on. Hello. Thank you for that great introduction. Here I am in Stratford, Ontario, and I'm literally in the shadow of the historic Almond Arena that has been in continuous use since 1926. Since wow. that time, many people in Stratford, Ontario, have been connected to hockey in the big world and to the world juniors. Not just mm-hmm. me attending games. I attended five games of the World Juniors this past winter. I saw the Russians, the Czechs, the Swiss, the Danes, and Kazakhstan. Oh, Denmark became right. an underdog <laughs> favorite during the tournament because it was having such a hard time scoring a goal. So during mm-hmm. the games, the Canadian fans would all do the clappity-clap thing. Let's go Denmark, clap, clap, clappity-clap. Let's go Denmark. And me sitting in the stands, I wasn't there attending with anybody else. I was just by myself seeing the game. And I had this mm-hmm. really weird brain fart. And I thought, why are they yelling at them in English? So while everyone else in the stands was going clap, clap, clappity, clap, I yelled something mm-hmm. Danish really loud in the stands. <laughs> so not only was I at the, at the, at the rink that I have a connection to Stratford, the Quinn and Jack Hughes. Quinn Hughes is already a member of my team on my taxi squad. Both played for the U.S. team on the silver medal winning team. And their father, Jim, played for the Stratford Culletons in 1984-85. Jim Hughes, a native of Hicksville, New York, had nine goals and 48 points in 28 games as an 18-year-old. And then he went on to play four years in Providence College. And then he went on to play in the American Hockey League and the International Hockey League, which doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Uh, Quinn yeah, was playing good. defense and is now playing in University of Michigan. Some of you might know that already. And Jack Hughes is the consensus top pick in the upcoming draft. There's one more sure tennis next to the World Juniors from Stratford. The Team Canada trainer was Stratford's own Dan Liebold, and he works for the Kitchener Rangers. Hmm. But the one thing that I really noticed that I'd like to talk about is at the World Junior Championships, there is no Mm -hmm. fighting. There's no fighting. But in Stratford here, a long time ago, former Stratford Culleton Junior B hockey player Mike Peluso racked up 114 penalty minutes with our local team in 84-85, and that set the stage for an NHL career that included more than 170 fights and left him with brain damage. Mike Peluso is part of the NHL class action suit and has made it known he will not accept the $22,000 check from the league to be quiet for the rest of his Mm. life. Uh, In 2017-18, fighting in the the junior hockey leagues in Ontario declined 53% from the previous season to just Mm. 0.1 fights per game, or just one fight in 10 games played. Wow. That's 
Well, so that fighting in the juniors is imitating the fighting in the NHL, which is down from previous years in years in a declining arc from the past few seasons. And now the players are learning that there's risks of long-term effects. Should we ban fighting? Well, I'm going to suggest something that's kind of radical and kind of bizarre, but it makes sense to me. Here, here list the list a little bit here. Going back to the beginning sure. of the end of bare-knuckle boxing. Bare-knuckle boxing in 1866 when John Graham Chambers in London published the now-famous Queensbury Rules, they made boxers put on gloves. They were only two ounces. They were only very thin layers of, of uh, leather. And it wasn't until Mm -hmm. around 1919, 100 years ago, that the 8-ounce glove became standardized to protect the fighters. Mm -hmm. In 1919, 100 years ago, the NHL was formed, and the initial board of governors decided that fighters should not wear gloves for the purposes of entertainment. Now, a century later in the NHL, players are still able to remove their gloves to fight to Stand up for their teammate. So my solution is to let the players Mm -hmm. keep their gloves on for fighting in a harm reduction kind of goal. So they can still fight, but maybe they won't kill each other, you know? So, Brian, Mm -hmm. what do you think of gloves on or gloves off or just banned fighting like the International Olympic game? You know, I've never heard this theory of gloves on. It's it's piqued my interest because... I do think you do want to have physicality and maybe some sort of fighting needs, you know, for entertainment, but you do want to also protect the players, especially in head injuries or anything like that. So you want to find that balance to kind of offer, you know, the product to the fans, but you, you want to get, you want to protect the players from long-term effects of injuries. That's what I would I say. kind of agree. It just seems really odd to me that it's been a hundred years. Excuse me, a hundred years. We're a hundred years behind boxing and ice hockey. That's amazing. I never, I've never heard this angle. Thanks so much for this, Warren. As always, very informative and entertaining. As always, I, I have never. I mean, this is a lot of good information. I'm gonna definitely digest and look into. So definitely, it definitely opens opens the mind about the current state of hockey. Good luck to everyone trading, and good luck in the playoffs. I'll talk to you all next year. You too, Warren. Always a pleasure. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was excellent. Guys, what do you think? That was very interesting. That was – that's uh, – Warren came really strong on that, about fighting and whatnot. Very, very clever way of looking at things. Yeah, Warren's anyway. always got – He's always got something. He's got uh, some great information. Um, he really does. I'm always, I always look forward to the, the emails where he just piles it in there and, uh, yep. you know, teaches me things that I never possibly have known. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a really, really, really smart guy. I talked to, talked to Warren on the phone a couple of trade deadlines ago, and uh, mm-hmm. he's just a, just a great guy to talk to. He really is. He really is. So we, we love having him on. So definitely a treat. But we do have another caller. My former state, always in my heart, New Jersey. Nine seven three area code. I think I may know who this is, but I want to confirm. Nine seven three R. Good evening, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good. How's it going? 
Pretty good, pretty good. This is Jason. I want to say up, Warren's a tough act Welcome. to follow, and I'm very happy to hear from him. And, uh, you know, whenever I've been involved, whenever I've been involved in a hockey fight, I have definitely not dropped my glove or blocker because those are a shield really? as well as a weapon. Very interesting. Yeah, it's something that it really – I would like to see that. I mean, I, I do – do you guys think that fighting is missing from the league? I mean, do you feel It'll, it? It makes sense. I absolutely agree. It makes perfect sense. Keep yeah. it on. Keep it safe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's amazing. This one league I'm in, um, it's a money league, and we count penalty minutes. And it's become such a hot category because you really can't find a lot of really – like we just talked about Mike, just talked about Mike Peluso. You can't find that like that anymore. It's very hard to find. And so anybody that gives you any sense of minutes, 50, 60 minutes, is very valuable. So. Well, John Scott's the true MVP then. That's what it comes down to. You know, people <laughs> got to respect it. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. So how are you feeling so, about um, the team right now, uh, Jason? San Francisco, what's, what's San Francisco's pretty, pretty solid. Um yeah. You know, obviously Stamkos is hot as can be, and you know the mainstay. I can't yeah. deny that. You know, um, and Duchesne's had a great season playing behind him. Um, I got mm-hmm. pretty good depth at wings there as well. You know, with uh, G- you know, JVR for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been heating up. Huberdeau solid. They need that coaching. Getting, getting production out of yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, whenever I put a plugging one into this uh, year, it seems to be working better than last year when. I put in the wrong guy, so. Absolutely. Looking to make any um, big moves tonight? Um, are you open for business? Uh, I mean, are you open I'm open to... for business, but, but yeah, nothing is, like, you know, screaming like, like I really have a need to fill right now. But I, I, I'm, okay. I'm ready to listen to action and uh, look forward to watching some uh, Mark Edward Vlasic back in the lineups. Maybe he'll get back in. You never <laughs> know. A little pickles never hurts. And, uh, nice. hey, my Sharks are doing well, and uh, hopefully Timo time yep. up, and he'll get back in the lineup, too. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I was in San Jose about two weeks ago. I flew up. That, I love that airport, by the way. It's great. It's the best way. It, fly from Long Beach to San Jose. Is it's a, easy. It's treat, right? Oh, oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. I will never go to San Francisco hey. again. Therefore, never. never. And, so and, and you know what? They, they hosted such a, a great all-star game, and they did such mm-hmm. a great job. It made me really, really proud to be a Sharks fan. Yep. And, um I'll mm-hmm. tell you something that um, my friend, his um, son was uh, born spina bifida, and he's a sled hockey player, and he's mm. on like the the shark sled hockey team, and wow. they got to sit on the red carpet, and they got to meet every single one of the all stars coming in. They got to do photo ops with the, all the sharks all stars, and they treated his team with such class and such support. It made me very mm-hmm. proud, you know, to to be a shark oh, fan and, and how they hosted so. I got to tell you, Jason, even the, being up there, I mean, we went to an Italian restaurant in San Jose, boom, the Sharks game's on the TV everywhere. You go, like, down the streets, they have, you know, like, on the lamppost, they have pictures of, like, all the players, like, you know, all, all jumping. San Pablo. Know, it, 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 I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably what it was. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I was just impressed with just the, the, um, the level of enthusiasm for the Sharks. Like, you just go to the airport, they got all the banners up for the All-Star game everywhere. And it, it was just, it was really cool. I, I missed it by a week. I was bummed. I said, man, I wish we were coming a week after that. But, but oh, well, next time. That's on my bucket list. i got to get to a Sharks game. So I'm, i got to make that happen one of these days. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I, I get to catch him at, at least mm-hmm. the Garden and in the Prudential Center, you know, and if I'm uh, willing and able to get out to Philly or uh, Long Island, a bit of a trek, but I've done it. I've, I've caught all four games uh, on a road trip, and it's, it's a wild ride. That's awesome. If you ever come to Long Island to the, um, the National Coliseum, I live about two minutes from it, so let me know if you ever come out here. Will do. I've noticed the facelift. It's awful interesting. It looks almost like one of those razor heads on one of those electric razors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, so San Francisco, you're sitting in a good spot. You're 8 6 and 1. Are you winning this week? I, I, I lose track of the game. Are you winning? Are you up? I, right I saw Stamco scored one. I don't know. I was down earlier, but mm-hmm. I, I saw okay. Stammer got one, but I. I you're yeah, right got, in there. So Yeah, still got a chance here, for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting playoffs this year, I think. I mean you look at Teddy at the top, I look at Frank, I, I look at you know, Frank Senior, even though he lost Skinner, still has a real deep and strong team. Uh, I mean Bates, uh, the uh, Ageless Wonder, Bovechkin and you know, Crosby of course, you know, he has a lot to bring to the table. I mean Philly just made the big move for Skinner, Morgantown's dangerous, San Francisco's dangerous. You know, Tommy's still in there. I mean, he's made a lot of tr- a lot of movement in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I'm at six, seven, and two. I got my big five and nothing else. But uh, I'm just kidding. You know, I mean, but you know, and Warren and Dan and, and Long Island, it's, it's so crazy to me. I, I can see so many different scenarios come up in the playoffs. I mean, look at last year, Frank, when I picked up Roberto Luongo. He was like Terry Sawchuk for like three weeks. <laughs> I mean, you just never, well, <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen, right? That's that's what they always say: get in and get hot, right? Yep, absolutely. It really is true, guys. Just a little thing. I mean, don't forget we got this deadline, but don't forget to get those um, lineups in. You know, for tonight, if you have a chance. I mean, I'm still kind of, I'm sort of open for business, but I'm pretty. I'm gonna probably say I'm pretty much done unless something happens. So, ooh, there's a little interesting uh, thing that just came in. Uh, Mr. Rackle is available for Death Center from uh, Mike at Ragnarok. That could get some juice going right there. Those are some pretty big names on the board. So, we could see some activity right there. Yeah, I only want him here. Oh, that's a good one. So, guys, if you're out there, Everybody goes and turns to their phone at the same time after that. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I will, I will say my son has a 7 a.m. game. I will not be making it a late night tonight, that's for sure. I hear you. I'm just I'm glad you were calling it's, in, Jason. That's awesome. So, absolutely. It's 35 minutes away. It's not a late night at 11.25 with kids. <laughs> this is five a.m. One advantage of being here on the left coast not easy. Yeah, so one advantage of being on the left coast is only eight twenty-four here, so I'm nice and awake. <laughs> My problem is I'm still on uh, West Coast time, leaving on living on the East Coast. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I will say, I mean, Jason, do you do you miss sports watching on the West Coast? I mean, I I, I love it from like the Super Bowl you know what? three o'clock. I, 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 I get home, I get home, and I from a, a late night game, and I get to watch, you know, the Kings, the Ducks, the Sharks, whatever, or you know, whatever baseball game's on. So I, I get to watch it while I'm still like calming down after getting off the ice for the long, most part. But when it's one of those nights where you you have a night off and and you're winding down much quicker and yeah. That that second period hits, your eyes are closed. <laughs> mhm. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Although the Kings have a way of putting a lot of people to sleep these days, so <laughs> <laughs> as we know. Hey, we have another Long Island caller on the line. Six three. I have one, two. This is. Uh, wait, was this? Just, unless we lost one, did we lose somebody on here? Let's see. Six three one. You're back. What's what's the whole number? Five eight nine. Yeah, that's my father. Hey, Frank Senior. Hello. Good evening. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome. All right. Um, great. Well, what's... I just want to say that I sort of feel like Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. I'm getting no. Re- <laughs> I'm getting no respect here, except for you, Brian. <laughs> just just now, you just mentioned. Las Vegas in having any chance here. Um, oh, I, am, I am the defending Boyer Cup um, champion. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Okay. You know, just like you know, just like, just like Mike said about the Eagles. Lots right now. Senior is the defending Boyer Cup champion. I apologize. Yeah, the Eagles not it still got more play than Las Vegas moneymakers. That's true. <laughs> So what's yeah so uh, you know Frank C you're sitting there in third place I mean you still got a loaded roster from my vantage yes. point you're not going to make any last minute moves here as we get thirty minutes to the deadline. Uh, I just sent an email out to one person and I had some something else out there before um, waiting for Craig to get back. But nice. um, other than that, no, you know, just sitting here waiting. Um, you know, I feel pretty confident. Um, I, I, I'm not as strong as I was last week when I had Skinner, but, um, I think I, I could still, um, I still got a very good chance, I, I believe. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and I, I improved myself, of, you know, for next year. Yep. Well, let's remember, Austin Matthews didn't get hurt. He's probably sitting at what? So he could be in the mid-30s for gold already, the way he's hey. going. Yes, yes. Well, let's not – I don't want to wish anybody to get hurt, so don't even mention Austin Matthews and get getting hurt again. <laughs> True. No, so. I'm with you on that. Well, I mean, you know what, just for the playoffs, because I'm a, I'm a Sabre fan, so I don't want Toronto to win. So, yeah, but, that, but for, for, for your sake, regular season, that's fine. But, you know, maybe playoffs, he could be out for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a fun uh, last few minutes. I, I, I just I feel like something's going on out there. Like, space has been auspiciously quiet tonight. Like, I feel like something's up with him. I, I, you know, usually there's something. Uh... Oh, by the way, Ward. Comes in with an email. Speaking of no respect for Frank Senior, Warren once worked with Rodney Dangerfield on My Nine Wives. How about that? 
working with the great Rodney Dangerfield. Ward is a man of of many of many awesome stuff. So anyway, just had to throw that out there. What's going on out there, everyone? <laughs> Frank is that everyone, that Frank Glass tells me all away. I need to know. That Frank Glass <laughs> tells me all I need to know. Something is cooking. I know it. I know it, and I'm sticking with it. I still don't think anything is happening. Seattle lineup has been sent out, and that usually means I'm done. So I think I'm checking in for the night unless something flies in. Let's Frank at maybe a half hour to go. I just say everyone's available and just throw the show for the loop for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 I'm telling it that I'm blowing it all up. Start over. <laughs> well, you're, you're the one that pulled the bombshell a couple of years ago, getting Patcher ready from George. I still remember that one. Yep. I, and also the uh, the one I remember the most is when I got Vincent LeCavier like right at midnight from uh, I forget who it was who had LeCavier, and I made this monster trade right at right at midnight. But. I still think we got a half hour to go. And I just want to thank you all for calling in. It's been a great participation tonight. 619-924-0842. If there's anybody still lingering out there that wants to call in, we'd love to hear from you. I know there's another win tonight. Rangers on the loss, Frank. That's music to your ears. Yeah, we got we got to just ha- hashtag Lewis for Hughes. Exactly. Look at I. You're talking to I got a master's degree in thinking with the favors. So Dan's got a little off the board. I wonder if he's got something cooking. Griffey's got a little quiet. I wonder if he's got something cooking. <laughs> Doug Sister is is got a little quiet. <laughs> Johnny Jackson is looking at the NBA. Uh, Looking at the NBA draft and free agency, we're off the board. <laughs> Johnny, we got to do our next segment later. Later after after the deadline, so don't let me forget. It's okay, tradition. No it's tradition. It's tradition. We have to do it. Yep. Tom is offering Robert Thomas for the taxi squad. I'll tell you what. If I needed a spot, that's a guy I would consider. He's got a lot of talent. That kid. From St. Louis, and I'm not selling for Tommy. I'm just telling the truth. I just like him a lot. Okay. Hello. Yes. <laughs> got some feedback in the back there. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Half the league is on this phone call right now. Okay. Hello. Anybody hear me? <laughs> Yeah, we hear you. Oh, okay. Is Frank Senior still on the call, or he left already? I'm here. So I'm just curious. What made you reach out to a Ranger fan, I mean an Islander fan, from a Ranger fan trying trading for an Islander player? Because you, you, you <laughs> caught me off guard with that. <laughs> um. I don't know. 
just happened, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I think Frank Senior is one of the most underrated players in this league. You know who it is? This the Brin Cat. Don't you have him? He's got twenty six goals now. This guy. Yeah, and, and is who, it, is who, that... who told him to who told him to draft the Brinket? I wonder who. Oh, <laughs> oh no! This sounds like uh, Frank. <laughs> Am I correct? Hey, don't let, yeah. don't let our secret out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, twenty-seven minutes left. Who's lurking out there? I have a feeling there's going to be a, a player's going to move here pretty soon. I think I know there's going to be. What is lurking out there right now with exactly 22 minutes to go? I don't have a commercial to play or anything. Let me see if I oh, have yeah. some. Brian, are you working on any deals? Me? Um, no, I think right now um, – I'm pretty much done. I set my lineup in. I'm pretty pretty much finished. I mean, I have Eklund Larson's day-to-day, so I have to put Nurse in like that Frank, and that's it. Who is Donovan McNabb's you? He is Donovan McNabb's nephew. That, that was not a joke. That is an absolute fact. And he does know that overtime exists in football. <laughs> anybody get that? <laughs> What is going on out there? I am waiting for some emails. I keep refreshing. How many people are refreshing their emails like every two minutes? <laughs> there is, I am telling you, I think I think the player that's going to move is the one that was referenced about ten minutes ago, and I think multiple players are a half player right now. I tried, swung and missed hard, but I know there's something out there. <laughs> you know it. So I'll just wait for the email. But oh, but I have made a I have made a uh, I have made an inquiry on an, a big time player. He won. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. That's all. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you, man. This, this, um, and it wasn't mine. 
player, Google suggests wife after the person's name. So I'll put in like <laughs> Vladimir Tarasenko and then it'll put in yeah. like wife afterwards, every single player. <laughs> That's it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Donnie, we, we have confirmation that Tarasenko could be on the move with just that reference right there from Griffith. <laughs> could be. Yeah, I mean, I was looking him up. Looking him oh, up. Oh, there's something going on. What? Yep. Oh, I just made a, a massive inquiry. That's all I'm going to tell you. Earth shattering, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> earth shattering. Like the, was it what, was it like the earth shattering news that uh, NFL Network was talking about? Let's 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 just get right to the chase here, guys. Dan Wheeler's a big boy, one fan. So let's just. Get right to it. He takes great I like, joy. I just like messing with Brian. It goes beyond it. Whatever that one is. Maybe I could play a. You want me to play a funny soundbite? See if this a hockey soundbite and see if it breaks the tension. Yeah, I'll try it. I want to see what this is. It says sports. Said, this, yeah, this has to be interesting. The New York Rangers and this time out is brought to you by Gatorade Crisp Taste. I apologize for uh, some of the language. That our uh, microphones down near the benches may be picking up there as things very heated. And uh, John Tortorella not uh, happy with the linesman. <laughs> anyway, that was pretty good. All right, bye. Goes around. 
I don't hate dynasties. That I, I, it's not a football show, so we're not going down that road. <laughs> You're right. I, I was just going to ask what everybody thinks about tomorrow's game. Um, I have zero and eight in my box pool, and I'm going to eat some food. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I'm sure, I'm sure I have zero eight somewhere. I, I'm in, like, so many pools, I can't even keep track. <laughs> There's only another combination you do not have. That's that's probably the best answer. Question I could ask. Oh man, yeah, we always. That's the other thing. We seem to do the show tonight before the Super Bowl, pretty pretty consistently. Yeah, whenever anybody asks who I who I, who I root for in the Super Bowl, I say my boxes. My boxes. <laughs> Commercials. Yeah. Good food. Again, six one nine nine two four zero eight four two. Less than twenty minutes, minutes to go. I I am shocked at the the lack of deals right now. I know something's cooking right now. There is multiple stuff going. You smell what the rock's cooking? I guess Brian doesn't. Well, no. It's okay. You smell what the Dwayne Johnson is cooking? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh. Tom looks like well, Tom. You look like you have a fun had a fun time tonight. I saw the pictures. Yep. Fun time. Well, he's still he's lurking. He's lurking in the background. So he's he's one of those teams. Well, he's made a thousand. Come on, guys. There's so 16 minutes to go. Exactly we got to, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I am I'm a little surprised at a couple things tonight. I'm a little surprised that, again, I know Teddy Lewis' team, but I still would have probably just – I'll get as much depth as I can. Right? Because you just never know with injuries. And that's why I got Brock Nelson because, you know, sometimes Eichel gets mixed up or McDavid and you just want to have a viable option you know, to put in there in case of emergency. So I guess that's, you know, something that I'm surprised that we haven't seen a little bit more of that tonight. Almost there, 15 minutes. Uh-oh. Looks like Tommy's asking for some information. I'm telling you something's going <laughs> to going down. Trying to help out Bates here a little bit. So let's see. 15 minutes. And then it's Super Bowl Sunday. Well, at least on the East Coast it is.
see. Let's see. Okay, we got hey, we got five one nine back. We got Warren. You are back. Yeah, hello. Um, I just was listening to the silence on the radio, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and I thought I would give you a little story about silence, just to I cover the silence. I love it. Please. Okay, so all honored. of you who are listening have been to an NHL game at some point, or a big league hockey game, or a college game in a big arena, and it's packed full of people, and the home team sucks. And the place is just quiet. I attended a Vancouver Canucks game like this, and I was approximately the 10th row right at center ice, right in the center of the arena for a vocal expression. And the Canucks had four shots on goal 10 minutes into the second period. Wow. This is the time of the West Coast Express with Matt Nasland and Todd Bertuzzi and Morrison playing center for them. Wow. I remember Four shots on goal halfway through the game on a team that was supposed wow. to be a playoff team that year. And the place was just dead quiet. And there was nothing happening. They couldn't even get the puck over the blue line, get possession. It was just really, really boring. Mm. And at some point, mm-hmm. about five minutes later in the play of the game, was still nothing happening in the game. One of the Canucks players dumped the puck in from center ice. And the goalie had to stop it and play the puck. And the shot clock changed from four to five. And I jumped up in my seat and I went, yeah, (laughs) as loud as I could in that empty or packed silent arena. And every one of the players on the bench shrunk in their body language. Uh And after that, in the next few minutes of play, the Canucks had seven shots on goal. Oh man! <laughs> so they do hear the That's fans. Funny. That's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I my like story that story about silence at the arena. I love it. I love it. Vancouver's up four to one tonight. Speaking of Vancouver, I'm the worst trade I ever made. Uh, Elias Pettersson leaving my team. Oh. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Frank Senior. <laughs> another, another player that I forgot. I'm telling you. Yeah, the I worst trade I ever made. It probably yeah. in NASA history. Worst trade. <clears throat> anyway, that was my Mr. story of Nolan. Talk to you later. Bye. Update for Michael Ferlin. I know, I remember it last year at, at the on deadline day. Wow. See, it certainly can't. Warren is off the air, but thanks, Warren, for calling in. I, I Two Warren stories tonight is pretty great. 11 minutes to go. What is going on out there? Something. I mean, Frank, I'm waiting for Hey, Connor, Connor Garland has number 10. Anybody want him? Oh. Let's see. My problem is I don't, I don't have a draft pick to, like, 2027. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of empty. I mean, like, I feel empty right now. <laughs> Tom took my entire draft. Well, it's my own fault. Hey, 
Hey, you're going for it. I, you have a really, I didn't, have a really I, nice top five. Thanks, man. Well, I, I made an inquiry to get rid of two of them tonight, but it didn't happen. What? <laughs> what? I'm only kidding. Nothing is in the hopper. Seattle is shut down for the evening. We got 10 minutes to go. Focus on the show. This is one of the more odder deadlines we've had. Jesus, George have anything on here other than Pinkton? Tom Brady stuff? Oh, let's see. What else? I'm trying to look at some other... Uh... <laughs> 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 we have some interesting sound bites on here. Nice set of hooters you got there. <laughs> I got listen, I gotta try something to break the uh, you know, break the uh break the silence as they say. Anyway, what's going on here? Not much. What about you, sir? Can't believe it. Nine minutes to go. I keep refreshing that Gmail. I'm not seeing anything. Can you believe the last trade we have had right now was almost an hour ago? I got Brock Nelson. Guys, we can't let Brock Nelson be one of the biggest <laughs> trades in my I have to just. Well, I'll just make a deal just to make a deal at this point. Then. Thomas Fanick on the trade block. I had the biggest trade in the, of the day. You did. Yeah, Andrews Lee and the and Peony Mountain. That's right. That was a, that was a very intriguing move. Before I think about it. At least, at least for the moment, anyway. Next year, I'm just gonna, I'm going to queue up like ten trades and make them all like right now. <laughs> just fire them off one after another. Maybe that's part of it. A lot of teams, yeah. That's the thing about the, the deadline right now. It's not just about these these two hours. It's really about like. The last two weeks. <laughs> so we'll definitely go over some winners and I'm not even gonna call them losers, like maybe you know, teams I think that really helped themselves and maybe some teams that maybe did should have done more. But again, we got eight minutes. Big David for my fifth round pick. Ha 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 ha. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a ruling. No, we can't. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> Thanks, man. At least they'll give me a fifth round pick next year. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be when I get um, Pasternak. <laughs> Done. Done deal. Uh, Oh, man. I'm still listening for Keller. I really like him. Um, I just want to listen out to something that just hits me just right. Um, He can play. 
He can play all the positions on offense. He is listed on ESN as a W and C. That's a, that's a very good point. I mean, that definitely does help this time of year when you look looking for depth and you want to get some injuries or things like that. So, And former high first-round pick, had a really good year last year, doing okay this year, but he's still really young. I, I'm, I'm willing to roll with him for the future, but if I get that thing I could really help this team out, present and future, then I'm going to do it. Got three so, shotgun goals tonight. Huh? He has three shotgun goals tonight. He's trying. It'll start falling. Frank. See who's uh, stone, stone. You see who's stone in the sharks tonight? Darcy Comfort, that backup goalie I have. It should just start him. I'm going through massive withdrawals, guys. I mean, this is this is crazy. Finally, <laughs> Calgary and Peterborough makes a trade. Gustav Nyquist and a sixth for Yanni Gordy and a tenth. That's a very that's a nice little move right there for uh, Peterborough. Very under the radar move. I like that. Something's coming. I have a tip off that there's a big trade coming in. <laughs> and we do. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Delaware, Richard uh, Raquel, and a seventh for Blake Coleman and a fifth. Hmm. That's interesting. Tommy gets Richard Raquel and for a set and a seventh, for Blake Coleman and a fifth. I gotta say, I love it for Tommy. I do. I know what Griffey's trying to do. I like the upside. That's a very intriguing move for Tommy right there. Anything else? Three minutes to go. Two one sharks now. Okay, I guess that ended my whole talk about the goalie. That will approve. Remember, gotta get those trades approved by midnight. Johnny's going to fly in. we got three minutes now. And what do we got coming in? Frank has gotten a little quiet. That tells me something. Are you seeing it? There could be something going on. 
three minutes to go. So we have Raquel moving. We got the death upgrade. She's still got two minutes. Better hurry up and get that in, guys. Better have that stuff starting to type up already. Remember, has to be has to have a time and date stamp of midnight tonight, Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific, on both ends to, to be considered approved. Oh, boy. Trade call, Johnny. Hi, Jason. Thanks for calling in. Great to hear from you. Okay. Get it in. And after it's over, we can discuss. One minute. One minute. Not even that. Well, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Wow. There must have been something cooking out there. We got one one minute, guys. We got to get these in. You're going to get these uh, trades in. You better get them in in the next 15, about 15, 20 seconds. Warren has put his lineup in. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We are at midnight. So if he was typing it up, it's it's it can't happen now. Has to be approved by both sides, Frank. Oh no. At least, at least one Frank? side has, has to be in by 12 o'clock. I apologize. That has to be one side. Okay. We got to gotta get it in. Has to be timestamp. Has to be in by 12 o'clock. Too late. Damn it. Yep. It is now 9.01 here on the West Coast. I don't know how accurate that is over there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 12.01 here. So that's it. It's a wrap. Well, that's not going to happen. Oh, you got the summer. Not going to help me now. Well, don't forget we got the um, the playoff pool. Right, we're going to do that again this year, right, Frank? Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do the playoff pool. That's uh, I'm going to take it very seriously because that's the only way I can get the picks. Um, I'm really going to try this year. Um, and then off-season and protection, yeah, so 
Now it's playoff time, ladies and gentlemen. How you guys feeling? I'm feeling pretty tired. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> and the Super Bowl tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And first up, I'm hopefully later today. That's right. So unless you're on the web yeah, <laughs> Yep, fine. I it's only nine oh two for me, so I got a little time. So but yeah, you know, the deadline was not like some of the others. We we had a couple flurries there. Um, I feel like we're getting a little more activity the whole week. So, again, it's just it's really hard to say. You know, I, I like, you know, Griffey's made some big moves. Uh, I, I like that. I think Tommy has done an excellent job with his roster. I think he's made some really good moves uh, to help him out for next year. He's got a lot of giraffes. So, you know, he he's still going to be viable this year, I, I think. Still has a respectable roster. I like some of the things that that Griffey has done and Bates has done. Sorry, you know, getting Pacioretty and whatnot. Frank, I mean, you've done an excellent job. Your depth is off the charts, and you're, you're starting. You're starting top five is awesome. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. I would say again, I don't want to call them losers, but I would say you know, Nashville. Like, I was hoping to see a little bit more just depth wise for him. Just to see, and you know, Morgantown's another team that I, I really like some of their players, but I just don't see the, the activity that I think could take them to a higher level. Lineups, don't forget, lineups coming in. Get them in tonight while you're up. So you don't have to wake up tomorrow and get them in. That's something that catches me off guard here on the West Coast. i got to get those in by 9 a.m. Can we show the text timestamp as exception? There's a question in the in the room. Frank, can you answer that? What's that? Dan asked if they could show the text timestamp as an exception. For a trade, it has to be through through the through the channels, right? For the the offer has I believe, to be through the least. I believe we I believe we set up that it has to be through the email system prior to twelve o'clock o one. At, at yeah. least one side of it has to be through that, and then we gave the extra yeah, half I, hour to for the other person to to uh, approve it. Yeah, I I do think I mean I, I it's an interesting point, but the rules yeah do we they do think they keep them pretty transparent just keep it consistent. So I mean maybe that's you know I don't know if that ever wants to be a you know something to talk about in the future, but you know technology and whatnot. But that's going to be. So just disappointing. Everybody's getting tired. But you did some good stuff tonight, Dan. You got some stuff done. Now, I would have got something I've wanted for a while done tonight. But that ain't happening. It's all good. Interesting. I wonder what it was. <laughs> yeah, we are getting old. Everybody's getting tired earlier now. <laughs> Real quick question for somebody. 
And Frank, this is something we talked about. Do you guys still like the midnight trade deadline? Well, I, I mean, is, too, it, is, it, is it too late? A thought like maybe, maybe it was an afternoon one, or maybe even, you know, tomorrow morning at eleven o'clock, so that it's still an hour before getting getting the, the lineups in. Or maybe we do a Saturday at three p.m. Right, right, in an afternoon. But one. again, some of you have some of you have families and kids and whatnot, so that could be a little difficult too. So sometimes being later could be better where kids are asleep, you know, and you have some time to kind of do something. So it's it's really, you know, that's something we could take up in the offseason. As for me, I got done what I wanted to do tonight. <laughs> Moved the defense around, got a backup center. That's fine. N- nothing major. Didn't lose any draft of the season, so I'll take it. Well, at this point, uh, you know, we're past it, the deadline, so it's it's now a it's now a sprint for the playoffs. Yep, everybody's got their rosters locked and loaded, so you know, I. What's amazing is I could see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I could see seven or eight teams win it this year. Some have to have some things break a little lighter than others, but is Johnny still on the line? Yes. What's going on? So talk to me. So since you know it's getting quiet. What did you think about the KP trade? We're almost we're past the deadline and we'll start the next segment now. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if it was said we have a deal and we're typing it up on on the show. Yeah, I I could I could, I mean obviously we couldn't do it this year because there's nothing nothing written, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with the you know we'd have to put something in in the off season. Johnny, bring that up again. In the in your um your application at the end of the year, we should do a uh, yeah. Okay, I'll try to remember that. Of course, we already know what my number one complaint is going to be, so that's going to be on the application again. So it's not going to be a surprise to everyone. But (laughs) well, I have a I have a list of things that that I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up at the end of the year. So if I remember tomorrow morning. Do me, do me a favor. Send me an, an, an email to, to my work email address about it, and I'll write it down with my list of stuff that I have. Okay, yeah. Because, see, I was the one on the other side of the one with Dan, but the thing is I was typing too slow because I had to go back and flip between screens trying to get everything typed in. And then, of course, as I was about to send, midnight came, and I'm like, oh, well, it happened. Yeah, I've been there. I'm actually... Yeah, I, I have been in that situation myself where I didn't get it in in time. Yeah, we should do we should do a call over time. So if you're on the call and you're active on the call, you get like an extra 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, be okay. because I still yeah. agree. 
I, I agree with the part that the other, other team must announce by 1230 that they accept, but because sometimes you can type stuff up and then something goes wrong. Because I know a couple of years ago, there was a deal I was going to, someone had proposed to me and I was going to accept, but my computer froze. And, and by the time I could get back, they already had made another deal. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yep. Well, I mean, we have to be, I mean, the one thing is we do have to have a set. Because, you know, if we make it 15 minutes, then what's going to happen? You know, we're going to go 20 minutes, we're going to go 25 minutes, or we're going to go, you know what I mean? So we do have to have some kind of cutoff. But I, I agree. I would say if maybe going forward, like in this case, that Dan and Johnny had a deal that we have an agreement, but then you have a couple minutes or few minutes to get that in. You know what I mean? Just say, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it does take some time to type these things up. you got to verify the name. Yeah. Telling it a player, you know, it could be multiple tips involved. you got to look at the sheet and all that. So maybe, maybe what we could do, I don't know if you guys think of this, Frank. Let's say you, let's say Dan, in, in this case, they, they made a trade at midnight, right? If they send in an email and they say, we've agreed to a trade and it's stamped by midnight, then you have about five minutes or ten minutes to get the details in and, and, and verify that that's okay and then it's accepted. But you just, if you could, what I'm saying is like, Johnny, if you send an email in at midnight that says, Calgary and, and, Lakeland, have a trade. That's it. And then you, after that, you can send them a message in with the details. It gives you a few minutes to get it typed up, and then it can be approved. Yeah, I, I mean, clearly because it's not in our rules, it has to be for next year. So in my case, it was yeah. just slow typing. I didn't get into time, but oh, no, going forward, totally I, I would have no issues yeah. with it. So. Absolutely. I totally agree with you because, you know, I mean, I, I've fallen prey to that too. I had a deal in place one year. It was pretty sizable, and it didn't happen because we missed the deadline. So anyway, the band football show coming up at one thirty in midnight. <laughs> it just so happens that certain things that are popping up are big news oh. for sports. Like they oh. announced they announced an eight eight man class for yeah. the NFL Hall of Fame. That's a lot. Yep. But either way, that's it is. I gotta look it over. That's, yeah. that's for you to read later. Nice. Um, nice. Definitely that's a good idea. You know the other thing is about any you know, while we're on the show, Frank, if anybody has any real ideas or anything rule-wise, change-wise to to propose, I mean, by all means, bring it. I mean, you know, the thing is, if you bring it, just, uh, you know, just come strong with it. You know, just come with some detail and, and your reason right. why you'd like to make this, this trade. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be a novel, just something to... You know, just say, don't just say, I don't like the way this works. Like, well, why or what do you want to do with it? You know, just just give some context to that. That's all. Or, like, I want first-round picks from everybody because 
and then okay. the new rule comes in, <laughs> and I get first round picks from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, so. All right, so Warren, Warren brought up something that we could do, and this is something that we usually do, Frank, and I'm ready to do it. Playoff predictions. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> you know, I think last year I may have picked your father. We do. Yep. That is absolutely correct. So now that the smoke is cleared, um, I'm picking Dan Wheeler to win the Boyer Cup. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. Hey, why not? I mean, you still have. Yeah, and again, I keep. I, you know, it's true. I do forget about certain teams, and I apologize. Like even with, you know, Frank Senior, that team. I mean, if you just look at his roster and the fact that he traded Jeff Skinner, and he still has so much going on. It's very impressive. Thank you. See that? I'll tell you what, you know, Frank Senior made to me one of the better underrated moves of the last few weeks, getting Robin yeah, Leonard. Robin Leonard has been on fire for the Islanders. Uh, Frank Senior, he does a excellent job of young player evaluation. There's there's multiple guys since I've been in this league that he's had on his taxi squad. He's brought them up and killed it. So like the yep. the brain cats got mm-hmm. 26 goals now. Very underrated. Mhm. Uh, I think Frank yeah. does a great job with that. I think Warren's great with that. I think there's a lot of owners that are good with that. I mean, but there's certain ones I think that are a little more in tune with that. And I agree that Frank Senior is definitely one of the best, if not the best at it. Well, I think Frank Junior helps me out with that a lot. But um, when he get, when yeah. he gets these young <laughs> when he gets these young studs, he trades them away. <laughs> he does. Frank's like, and, and I would do Frank's like George Steinbrenner back in the day. Never, never keep prospects, get stars on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a compliment, Frank, because George won a lot of, a lot of rings. So. Yeah, but see, that kind of just proves yeah. like a, a point. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> Collusion. <laughs> oh, there we go. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. There's been a collusion hey, play. <laughs> if if there's collusion with me and him, there's collusion with him and the whole league because everybody calls him up to ask him for information. Griffey, but thank you for calling. Yeah, but see, that don't, it doesn't Griffin work tonight. the same way because see, your father and son say it works better when it's just you two. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to spread fake news on. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I I invite everybody over for the draft. Like, I'll have a conference with anybody. I'm an, oh, I'm Frank, an equal yeah. opportunity uh, <laughs> information giver outer. <laughs> oh, Frank, yeah, Frank has helped me out on several occasions as well. So I will I will say that 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 goes without saying. I'll say the participation on the on the air was excellent tonight. Even better than I imagined. 
Yeah, yes, it was. And we didn't have Tommy, which for us is unusual. So that was that was excellent. But as for playoff predictions, I mean, I'll give a couple of things. I mean, you know, it really just depends on the seeding, too. I mean, because there is because let's say right now I'm gonna I'm gonna for example I'm gonna have 16 points, right? But there's such a logjam between five and like number eight that I do think that's going to really play in how things work out. I think Nashville and Frank Senior and Junior will be in the top three. I I think both all three of you guys will be in the top three. Bates and Philly is going to be an interesting showdown for that fourth spot. And I think the rest will be mumbled in, jumbled in somewhere. Well, I know I I I've I predicted uh, Griffey to try to win before, but I think he finally did what I've been telling him he needs to do for a long time, and I th- I think it's definitely Griffey's year. You think this is Griffey's year to win it? Yep. I mean, obviously, it always depends, depends I, on that. I, I have picked Griffey in the past, and I jinxed him, I think. So I, I'm trying to stay away from him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with – wow, there's so many teams to pick from. That's the thing. I'm looking – I'm looking at something here just to analyze. <laughs> oh, it is absolutely pouring here right now. Woo. All right, so anyway. Um, I'm looking at... But like you, like you said, Sanborn, like you did last year, you came in as what, the, the 10 or 11 seed last year? I did. You, mm-hmm. you got hot and you made the, made the semifinals. I mean, well, let me ask you a thing. Senior, uh, what seed was he last year? Weren't we both kind of lower seeds and we made big runs? I think he was slightly higher than you. I don't think he had a. I don't yeah. Think he had a no, it wasn't like 12, but it was like, oh, he did. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was like an 8 or something or seven. I think I, I, think I was the 8. The one thing that I would have I, – I would like to pick Nashville to win this Boyer. But I just – I look at his centers, and I see Galanchuk, I see Bergeron, who I love, Nolan Patrick and Zibanejad. I mean, I, I like some of those guys, but I, I probably would have tried to get something there a little more. Well, it's funny you mention that, and I'm glad you do, because that's something that I told him. I said I would, I would trade – one of his, he's got four wingers that got that got over twenty goals. Maybe one of those wingers yep. for a center that's got over twenty goals. Make it make it one for yep. one if you have to, and and go I get. Mean, he's got, yeah. go get a center. I mean, he's Bring got all his picks. Hurting, you're done. He's got all his picks. All yeah, everything's in line. There's not one pick that's moved for for two years. Right. 
I mean, he's got three of the most underrated players. I mean, John, Johnny Boudreau could be a, a hard candidate, in my opinion. Right? He, in fact, I think he should win the hard trophy. Jake, Jake Gunsel and Matthew Kachuk. I mean, it, those, and Nico Ratman. I mean, he's got four incredible wingers. You know, there, there was a lot to do there, but I, I still love his roster. But, I, you know, I I think right now, Frank, I really like what I see from your team. Even though you had a tough week against me, I think it was an aberration. Well, I mean, I I hope you're right, but you know it's not easy. You you get you get you need some luck. You definitely need some luck. No doubt. I think the key the key for you the key the key for you is very simple. Well, actually, there's two things. Dallas Stars may be one of your biggest keys because you need Jamie Benn to be right, and we've kind of both used that, right? And right. I would say maybe Thank the, you know, for the goalie situation. So, and the other thing is about Kucherov. If Tampa's way ahead, do they start resting guys? That's going to be an interesting little thing too. Let's go. I mean, I don't. That's, I don't think it's like the NFL where they do it a, a couple of weeks in advance. But I think. I think it's maybe in the last game of the season they rest them, but I don't think it would be anything mm-hmm. before that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I live in California. When I hear rain like this, it gets my attention. <laughs> this is our polar vortex. Oh, poor Brian. No, it's, it's really coming down. Like, we're going to have a lot of flooding and stuff. It's not going to be fun. So anyway, we got a few more minutes left in the, in the live show. I want to thank you all for coming on. As always. Any last thoughts? Any parting shots? Smoke and movie got him. Oh, that's one. <laughs> that's one. Now, is that, is that a reference to cigars or trains? It's a space ball float. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't don't get me started on space ball. <laughs> we will. I'm actually an administrator of a big fan uh, page for space balls. Are you serious? Dead serious. I love it. We got like thousands of people. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. Last shot. Here he is, 616 Airy Code. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Hey, boys. There he is. Hey. Sorry I got here so late. Sorry, I, I apologize. I, I lost track of the, the board. I was wandering around. So. Well, no, you're winding down. Call it the last minute. What do I expect? No I love problem. it. You get the fight. You get the final shot in. You're like the, you're like the Michael Jordan three pointer at the buzzer coming late. Well, that was a strange deadline, eh? It was. Any thoughts? Uh, not How are you bad. About People your, were just the peaks. People uh, filled a little bit of stuff, but uh, you know, everybody was kind of holding tight to what they had. Deals were made earlier in the week, and. Uh, 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, if, yep. if you didn't want to give that extra pick, people were holding, you know, holding tight this year instead of saying, ah, what the heck, give it, you know? Yeah. I think, do you guys think it has something to do with the 12 teams in the playoffs now? I do, too. I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no Is reason to thing dump by any yeah. means, you know? Yeah. Well, oh, well, I, mean, I, I think Let's put consensus on that. Does do people like the twelve teams, or do do we do most people think that it's better with the eight? Uh, my opinion only is I think it's better. I think everybody's got a shot. Look at look at Sandboard's team last year getting in there and and making all that noise. You know. Yeah, I think the other thing is I think it's going to be hard to go back to eight. That's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I unless it was very unpopular by, like, 10 or 11 teams or something. Really, you know, but again, this is stuff that everybody can bring up, you know, in the offseason if it really bothers you or something you want to see looked into. But, yeah, I guess there's another team tonight we didn't talk about is um, that really didn't come to it was George. I was a little surprised not to see any, any action there either. Yeah, he uh, he he threw a few things out there, but uh, nothing really stuck. I I don't know if uh, maybe he was a little busy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, listen, I'm gonna hit it just like Frank. But uh, good to see you, senior. Good to see uh, all you guys. Great show. Good job, you guys. Always a pleasure. And and Craig, I just want to say from all of us, thank you for all the hard work you put into the file. You do amazing stuff, and we love it. Absolutely. Uh, you guys are welcome, but uh, you know, whatever. We uh, Frank works hard, you work hard on the show. Everybody puts their everybody puts their time in. Sure. We just got to keep having right. nobody wants that job. You're humble as always. <laughs> uh, Bates, you're humble as always. We got 90 seconds in the live show. Johnny, are you still on the line? I need to know what you think about the Kristoff or Ziggis trade with the Knicks. I've been Wait to hear this for about four days solid. What happens? I don't have. I personally don't have an issue with it. I mean, he's injury prone, and all he's done is complain since he's been here. So I'm like, you know what? Why not take the gamble and see, like, you, you can free up the money and try try to get mm-hmm. two max players. I don't think it's going to happen, Absolutely. but. But at the same time, you shouldn't go around and just give the money away. You'd be like, you know what? Put, put a cheap team together, and then hopefully you'd be like, you free up some more money there. Maybe some other players would be like, you know what? This might be the time to go to New York and strike. Because right now, New York is desperate for a championship. You come here, you win one, you set for life. Just ask Messier. It's true. I mean, and New York is desperate for the Knicks to be relevant again. I mean, that's, that's the real... Okay, guys, one, one, one more thing, one thing. Griffey just told me that no one talked about him getting grounded from Napa on, on the show this year, so I just had to stick that in at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, that last part, I didn't hear that. The live portion is done. Thank you all. Okay, we're in the overtime. That's it for the, for the live portion. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Johnny, real quick on the next. I mean, we've never had a true rebuild like this before. Like I'm hanging up, guys. Have a good night. You too, Frank. Thank you. Right. Same here. Good night. No good night, Take Frank. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Thanks for having the show. Oh, 
my pleasure. Johnny, I watched um, Duke beat up on my alma mater today, St. John's by 30. And if we if we get Zion Williamson, oh, man, that's a whole other angle to this that we got to hope for. That could completely change everything, too. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the thing is, with the Knicks, it's funny because I'm like, you're in one of the biggest markets in the NBA, and yep. nobody wants to come. But see, at least that's the one thing I give Am- Amari Stoudemire credit before he started doing stupid things like punching, uh, like through a, what was it, glass or whatever and cut his hand. Or fire hydrant. At least yeah. he was willing to come and try to make a difference. So. Absolutely. He had, the, he had the right attitude. His body just gave out on him. You know, that's pretty much what happened with Amari. But, yeah, I think um, there's a lot of things that they could do. I mean, they they could move that pick. Let's say they do get Zion Williamson. And they were even saying this on the, uh, the Laker uh, shows here in L.A., is that what if the Knicks come calling to New Orleans and say, hey, we're going to offer you Zion Williamson in a package for Anthony Davis. I think they're going to take that. I mean, why would they – What they should take that instead of the trash that the Lakers are offering. <laughs> the Lakers aren't offering anything of substance. Yeah, and I see, I'm, for disclosure, see, for me, that would be a conflict of interest because in the NBA, the Lakers are my favorite team, the Knicks are my second favorite team. And oh, WNBA, I never do this the w, Wait, 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 hold on. In the WNBA, the New York Liberty is my favorite team. And the LA Sponsors is my second favorite team. Uh-huh. Don't, don't ask what the difference is. It, it would take too long to explain. So. <laughs> That's a very interesting. I've never heard that before. No, but see what happened is, like, growing up, that was my father's favorite team, the Lakers. So oh, a lot of my, you. like, a lot of my teams, like the, the Lakers, the Cowboys, the Yankees, that was all through my father, and then after that, yep. I just kind of like, followed that. So, I get you. That's my dad too. Bill Sabers, Yankees. That's just the way it is. So that's that's where that all came from. So I, I totally get it. So, Dad, why it, why couldn't it, you have been like a Forty Nine er fan or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But see, at the same time, I can see. I mean, think about it. If you're the Lakers, think about it. Would you come out with your Absolute best offer to begin with, because they, because if you, well, that is true. If you, yeah. New Orleans, they'd be like, wow, they're coming out like that. They'd be like, well, what else can we get? You, you can't I'm come out and be I, like, yeah. I mean, they, they did what they did. They threw a couple of pieces out there, but I'm going to myself mm-hmm. when I heard the other pieces around on Beasley. I'm like, really? I'm like, you could have yeah. made it a little bit better than that, but but, but I get yep. what they're doing. And at the same time, well, I get what New Orleans are doing to be like, I'm, I'm no. not taking that. Come on. The longer that they wait, the better chance they have to get them because their price will come down. You know, right now the, the price is getting really high. But, I mean, maybe Clay Thompson comes to Lakers. That's another guy I've been thinking that might. I could see that because, you know, his dad plays for the Lakers. Michael Thompson. Yeah, but those, he, you know, so the only I, I thing I that. don't get. Yeah, no. Well, I was gonna say the only thing I don't get with the NBA right now is like teams don't want any player being traded to the Lakers. You can trade them <laughs> anywhere else, but you can't trade them to the Lakers. And the funny thing is, well, and I've heard this for so long, and be like, that's because the Lakers win all the time. But I'm like, well, if they win all the time, shouldn't they have the most titles? 
But, like, every time I check, I'm like, Boston has more titles, so how is the Lakers are the team that wins all the time when there's another team ahead of them? Lakers have a lot. See, a lot of teams in the West, their biggest rivals are Lakers. So there's so many fan bases that just like the Lakers. You know, like most of the Western Conference, their biggest rival the Lakers. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. How, and Boston's biggest rival is the Lakers. And it's not the Knicks. Yeah, you know, the other thing, I mean, yeah, Brooklyn's no. better set up than, than the Lakers right now. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing is, no one seems – but the thing is, no one – if you want to trade play in Boston, no one has a problem with that. You just can't trade them to L.A. I, so I'm like <laughs> – I'm like, there's something wrong with this. That's the only team you – because, remember, that's why Chris Paul wound up with the Clippers because, remember, he originally was traded to the Lakers, but the league blocked yep. it. Yeah, because they but were I'm trying like, to sell the team and they wanted to keep their value up. Like, I, I don't I, – I think that was just the league being the league. You know, I don't – you know, they, they were dying to sell that that New Orleans franchise. I, don't, I just don't know if I like the New Orleans franchise. It just doesn't seem to be – a place where they're going to be able to keep, you know, a lot of the players. Yeah, but see the way I look at it, you know what? You guys keep doing that because I'm going to myself. When the Lakers, when they finally get the pieces together, they're going to be like, you know what? This is what you did to us for years. Now this is what we're going to do to the league for years. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, damn, we should just let them have their trades. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, it's going to be, you know, it's to see because. I don't know what's going to happen with Golden State. I mean, is Durant going to leave? Is, is, I mean, I if I were Golden State, I would have to get rid of Draymond Green and keep Durant. Somehow, some way, I would find a way to get rid of that guy. Yeah, but see, here's the, here's the only thing, because up until Durant went to Golden State, I always thought he, mm-hmm. he was really good. I'm like, this is the kind of person you want to model yourself after. But then when he went to yep. Golden State, I'm like, oh, really? Now you're going to act like this? I'm like, okay. That's kind of yeah, like, you know how, like, you, yeah. you're going up in school, be like, be like, okay, you know what? I always got a problem with them. Oh, I'm going to go join that team now. Oh, yeah, look at me now. I'll be like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I know. Well, you know what this thing is? It's, it's Oklahoma City had Golden State beat. And then he goes to that team. Just be right, like the just a few months before that. That's yeah, the part yeah that but the, see, the thing too. is, you had three people that had huge <clears throat> egos. The only thing is, see, people didn't realize, and we kind of everyone saw it once he went to Golden State. That's mm-hmm. what the problem was because to see Durant, why he was OKC, totally different matter. You went to OKC, and I'm like, really, this is how you are now? Okay. Mm-hmm. Harder made it clear, look, I want to be the leader of my own team and I want to get paid. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to argue with people. Like, if you can go somewhere and get your money, you know what? Go do it. The only thing is, I'm like, party. when you get your money, when you get your money, don't start complaining. You have nothing around you. Because that's what Mello did. And that was, that was the only thing that really bugged me. I'm yep. like, you know what? You could have been other places where you had a chance to get the ring. You didn't want that. You always wanted the top dollar. So don't complain now yep. that you can't win anything. You know, the other thing, yeah, I agree with you, Melo. No one really wants to win. He wouldn't have forced them to trade so much to get him in the first place. Well, they could have kept some of those players and had a better team around. 
you know, he would have just went there, <coughs> and the Knicks would have had a yeah, lot be- more to work with. I'm with you on yeah, that. Yeah, because it, yeah, because if you think about it, yeah, the trade when he went there because he couldn't wait it, but no, he wanted to get that money under the old CBA. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, fine. The Knicks did the dumb thing, which I still to this day thought it was dumb. But they're like, okay, we'll go get him. But I'm like, what's the point of getting him if he traded all the other players away? You're still not going to be good. Mm-hmm. But no, they couldn't figure it out. Now suddenly it's like they finally got some new management. But the thing is, until Dolan is gone, <laughs> they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like the se- same thing with my Cowboys because Jerry Jones is there. They're not winning that Super Bowl. Oh, man. You don't think so? I mean, I think they've been – Dallas had a pretty decent year. I mean, you know, they they won a playoff game. They, uh, you know, they, they played the Rams fairly pretty well, I thought. You don't think well, – uh, see, the thing is – well, seeing that Rams game, there's two things people forget about because people say, you know, the Rams did this and that. Two of the touchdown drives – the Cowboys actually had stopped them on third down, but the fools committed a penalty that kept the drives alive. So two of the drives they got touchdowns on, whereas if they wouldn't commit the penalty, they would have gotten the ball mm-hmm. back. I'm not saying they would have won the game, but what I'm saying is yep. they would have changed the game. Well, that 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 fourth down, um, where they didn't get it was the key to me. Like it was like middle second half or something that was. You know that once, once I mean, once Zeke couldn't get that yard, and it wasn't all his fault, but that that was the that was the backbreaker for me. But yeah, I mean, it, the Cowboys are. It, it's just it's really hard to win a Super Bowl. That's the thing. It's hard to even get there. Yeah, but see, the thing is, what I'm looking at is, I'm like, well, since they now went with a new new OC. I'm like, is this person now, um, what's his name, Kellen Moore, is he going to let Dak be Dak, or is it going to be one of those where, okay, some games you got to play like this. Other games, you know what, you can run wild, run the wild, do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. So, and it's one of the things I've noticed. When they just let Dak be Dak, balance is good. But when they be like, no, we want you to stay in the pocket, you can't do this, you can't do that. They suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is it everyone can see that's up to people that actually run the team? I'm like, you can't be this stupid. Yeah. But then again, Jerry Jones on the team, so, yeah, they can be, so. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I get you. Somebody, I mean, I'm, I'm dying for someone to out James Dolan somehow. Like, get some dirt on him. <laughs> get him out of nowhere. <laughs> so. But I'll I'll give the Knicks one shot this offseason to see how they do. If they mess it up, then then I got nothing. But I agree. Getting yeah. rid of Porzingis, I thought was probably the. I'm not gonna say that. It's just it makes sense if it works out. So we'll see. Yeah, but, but see, here's the funny thing is when the year he was drafted, they had a draft mm-hmm. party like at the well, it wasn't the garden. It was under the garden. I forget. Well, they keep changing what, what that thing is called, Under the Garden. They keep changing mm-hmm. the name of it. But whatever it was called, yeah. I remember I was there, and it was packed. As soon as he got drafted, oh, there were so many boos. People just walked out. <laughs> yeah. 
Then, yeah. then by the time opening day came, came and I was there for that, everyone was loving the guy. And I'm like, okay, there's some hope. But then I'm like, okay, clearly he needs to put some weight on because I'm like, whatever you do overseas, that's not going to work in the NBA. you got to put some weight on. And then I'm like, well, you can't stay healthy, but yet now you're doing all this complaining. I'm like, it's one thing if you're on the court doing your thing and complaining. But when mm-hmm. you're sitting on the sideline ain't playing and complaining, I'm like, you know what, you got to go. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. I mean, the only thing I hope they don't do, just because you have the money, because I don't think you're going to get any of the big free agents that's going to be there. But just because you have the money, I'm just going to myself, don't spend the money just because you have it. Find people that can you can get for a reasonable rate and slowly try to build a team where people be like, you know what, let me go back to New York. New York, yeah, now, yeah. But the thing, because I'm going to myself, this whole thing of we, they're going to get two max free agents. If they get it, I'll be happy, but I mm-hmm. don't see it happening. You know, I don't, it's really hard. I mean, again, I, I hope the Knicks kind of do what the Lakers did. Here's what I mean. Well, sort of. Like, they got LeBron, right? But then they didn't go too crazy after that. Like, if the Knicks, can, if they just get one, just get one and make your draft there. You know, keep building the team and try again in 2020. You know, there's no reason to just throw money just to throw money, you know? So Yeah. The one thing about the Knicks, I'll say that they can have advantage on, even this like Dolan's and Epnis, he won't care how much he spends. I mean, once they get signed, he'll spend every single time. They'll outspend anybody. So that's the one advantage. But the Knicks have never been in a position where they had a high pick, they had a lot of cap room. Like, they always yeah. seem to have a problem. Like, they either don't have the pick or they just – they sign Marbury or they have all these guys with cap. But getting rid of Hardaway was the best part of the trade. Without a doubt, just the fact that they moved him off the books was was key. Yeah, but the thing is, he he was also over the last uh, few weeks, he's been doing some complaining too. So I guess they were like, you know True. what, we're one of the worst mm-hmm. teams in the league. We're like, you know what, we don't need need you and your salary uh, telling us how bad we Absolutely. are. We we already got mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I mean, it's sad that you have to root for your team to lose, but I do. I mean, I root for people every single night. I mean, it's it's sad, but it's just true. Wow, the, the Knicks are gutting a lot of salary. I I just was I was just taking a look at their numbers while y'all were talking, and mm-hmm. their numbers are going to be really good. Um, Absolutely, and they have a lot about, of picks too. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's essentially. Uh, I mean, Dennis Smith was a good pickup, but now it creates a confusion shot. in the backcourt. But then again, this is a new day in the NBA where <laughs> you could put two point guards in the starting lineup. So Dennis Smith could be more of the shooting guard role. Per mm-hmm. se, and be more of a slasher 
for you guys. Uh, is it Nikila or Alex Butcher? That uh, name Nikil, I know. I'm I'm bad with his name. Frank Frank Nikita uh, Nikita or I can never quite yeah. remember his last name. Yeah, I yeah something like that. <laughs> so. Okay, wait. I just want to, who's the other person that uh, just spoke? Cause, because I know I was talking to Brian, and I just heard someone else. So who's the other person? Maybe Dan, I missed Dan, someone. I'm still here. Dan from Lakeland. Oh, okay, still okay, okay. Oh no, no, I didn't realize you were still there. I'm sorry, Dan. You're okay, but and then it's Kevin Knox kid. He's from what I'm seeing, he's doing pretty good. So. You get three guys on their rookie contract. Uh, well, Dennis Smith ends in 2021. Frank in, that's why I, what I'm going to just call him. He's 21-22 and Knox. Uh, if they extend and everything is 22-23, uh, so you got three decent guys at really good salaries, and well, be worst case scenarios they'll be good role players. But it's it's kind of what Brian has told me in the past, and I totally agree with him. The Knicks never really suck enough to get the mm-hmm. pick. They never suck enough to get the pick. The guy mm-hmm. that could change, like, like if the Knicks won the lottery this year and they get Zion uh, Williamson, that changes mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yep. That changes everything. Okay, and, well, well, two things there. One, there have been times the Knicks have suck enough. The problem is the years where they suck enough, they've already traded that pick, so it didn't matter. And two, mm-hmm. uh well, one, I hate Duke, but the thing is, I keep hearing, I, I forget what the guy's name is, but there's another guy in Duke they say is better than Zion, but he, he's JT the one Barrett? I just want to talk yeah. about. Huh? Who's the other guy? You just, uh, yeah. JT, JT Barrett, and they, they also have this guy, Trey. They have this other guy, Trey. I mean, he could they, another guy, Trey or something like that, he completely locked down the Palms or St. John's. He's saying he didn't do anything. He could not do anything today. I mean, we were in the game, and then boom, we're down 30. <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> it was crazy. But, but I think we have a good team. It's, uh, I think it's R.J. Barrett. Wait, there's R.J. Barrett. Barrett. Yeah, you know, the, the, that sounds like R.J. Barrett. You said yeah. R.J. Barrett, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. But, but if you know, you, even the Knicks got hit on if you pick R.J. Barrett, then you got to make a decision on one of these those rookie point guards I just mentioned to you. Well, it really Frank, makes, there is a lot. Uh, by the way, there is a lot of interest in Frank and Nikita in the in the trade rumors right now. So I would not be surprised if they move him right now. Like they I they just, might be able to move him somewhere else, and then I just think that Zion Williamson. And this is going to be a weird comparison because he hasn't really shown the shooting range that this guy had. Mm-hmm. But he, he plays. He played power forward. He was 
not a typically big, like, height guy. Uh, Williamson's only 6'6", six, six, but he's a power forward and a beast of an athlete. Mm-hmm. But if he develops his shooting game like this guy, oh, my God, he could be a savior for the freaking Knicks is Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. I see... I see a lot of Barkley in him, in his physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a Barkley was a really underrated athlete in Auburn, but oh yeah, this Williamson kid is a much better athlete. But I don't know about his jump shot. I don't know about his shooting um, in the perimeter, and that's where Barkley was unbelievable. Was his shooting was unreal good. For a power forward, uh, he was he was a perimeter shooting big uh, before it just became the norm. Like you see, like everybody's looking for this now. He was that. Um, I I think it's a better play if the Knicks get lucky in the lottery, but that's the pick because you have. This, I, I'm, I'm trying my best to learn the new NBA because it is so different than when oh, yeah. I became a fan as a kid. It's so it's all speed, man. It's all about speed. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of teams that are going with two point guard kind of systems, um, just to have two different people with great. Vision, point guard like vision out there, and one is more of a uh, does some of the role of shooting guard, but you you don't. It's it's just rare. These it's all I'm saying is with the roster makeup of the Knicks right now, if they got lucky in the lottery, I'd pick Williamson over Barrett for other teams. Maybe picking Barrett is a better option. He's a more polished talent. He's the same height mm-hmm. as um, he's the same height as Williamson. He shoots the ball really well. We know that, and this that is the NBA now. Shoot, 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 shoot the ball from three. Work yep. around the perimeter. It's it's so weird watching. And I'm sorry to go on a rant about it, but. Mm-hmm. It's so it's it's so weird watching the NBA down. I was watching a game, uh, and it, all they were doing is passing around the perimeter. There was there was one point where they were doing like a circle passing drill, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Where is that going? To? <laughs> no, where is that going to?" But that's the game now: speed and. They get guys out of position. It is, it, 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 these tree trunk big centers uh, are non-existent. They're not. It's it, they're a dinosaur in this league. You've got to be athletic everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's so funny because. It's funny because I'm going to myself, I'm trying to think, like, you go back to, let's say, the late 80s, early 90s, 
and you know, you remember how the bad boys were, and I'm like, you know what? There were teams that weren't quite as bad as them, but I'm like, the bad boys could not play in today's NBA because they'd be like, you know, we'll file out in the first quarter. They'd be like, how is that possible? The whole team is filed out in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Well, it just wouldn't work. Well, Lampier would be ejected if Rodman would follow him next. So they'd have no enforcers down low. And Isaiah and Dumars would have the difficulty. I mean, they they would work well in the new game, but they but the, that those backups they had um, outside of Rodman. I mean, Sally, I guess, was okay, but it was really Lambeer that really set the tone for NTP, and he get ejected the first minute of the game. Oh, yeah, and the mm. funny thing is that I actually had the chance, and I met him a couple of times on Bill Lambert because he became the coach of the New York Liberty. And I remember the first time I saw him, I'm like, I'm about to say something to you. I'm like, I already know you hurt. And before I can even say you just start laughing. I'm like, you know what? I hated you as a player. I had much respect for you, but I hated you as a, a player. So I was like, you know what? I'll tell you what. Do for the Liberty what you did for the – well, at the time they were the Detroit shot. And I'm like, but if you don't, I'm going to put you back on my hate list. And he looked at me like, well, that one I never heard before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course he didn't, but I'm like – but he did turn the team around. But I was just like – but if you meet him in person, I'm like, I'm like, this is not the guy we have seen on the court, but – But he's still a very interesting and fiery guy, even at this time, even though it's been many years since his playing days. I'm like, that fire that he has, that hasn't changed a bit. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Cleveland owns somebody's uh, seat. Cleveland owns. Um, the Hawks pick, but to see, Hawks received Cavaliers uh, top pin protected nineteen and twenty two twenty twenty, or picks. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I was just trying to. I'm trying to formulate like which teams would, uh, if they won the lottery, would make a lot of sense. Um. For them, I mean, I mean, looking at Atlanta's got a couple shots at this. Um, Atlanta would be a nice fit for R.J. Barrett with um, 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 who's that other guy that they traded for uh, the, the point guard. You know his name. I was just looking at last year's draft. I was looking at last year's draft. Trey Young. Oh, yeah. That would be a nice duo. I'll tell you another team who's sure. really starting to come around is the Kings. Oh, remember how dumb they were for trading DeMarcus Cousins? <laughs> remember how they got ripped for that? 
But Brian, it's it's back to my point about the game has changed. And and they're gonna find this out in Golden State when they have this DeMarcus Cousins guy, uh and he's slowing them down. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna yeah, be a yeah, but the only thing is with Cousins, he's only gonna be there for the year. He's there to get that ring, and then he can move on. Yep. But they might not win a ring if the, if uh, if they are stupid and stick with Cousins. Yep. I think he's going to really yep. slow them down. They're going to bench him. Okay, so I guess okay. my question is, at, at this point, who in the West could actually beat the Warriors? Because I see these, there's always – Remember, in the NBA, there's always a team that's really hot, and everybody's like, oh, they're the best team. But I'm like, you know what? That happens year after year, and then some other team wins. So right now, who in the West can stop the Warriors from getting to the finals? The same team that should have knocked them out last year, the Rockets. Uh, no, 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 I agree last year, but the thing is, they, they blew it, but... Who who this year can stop you? Because I don't see any if team show, currently that yep. can beat them. Yep. I just Guys, I just said it. I think the Rockets can take them. If the show the show's gonna end shortly, so that's one like you know in case oh. it all just. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Yeah, 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 it it sounds about right because it's normally what normally about half hour after our, the regular yep. show is. Yeah, that's how it's set up. Yeah. yeah, yep, it's counting it's counting me down. So, okay. All right. Well, it was guys. great talking to you pleasure. guys, and we'll you do it guys. again next year. We sure will. <laughs> right. I'll talk to you soon, Johnny. Have a good good night, good weekend, guys. Right, Dan, I'll too. talk to you soon. Okay? All right. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. 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 With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.